Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of, the podcast, where we explore the struggles of life, the challenges of mental health and recovery, and the spaces between. We express our personal views on life here, and this podcast is not meant to replace medical advice or tell anyone the right way to live. This podcast is best used as a place of curiosity and questioning to accompany you on your journey. Be aware there is strong language. Here we go. It, uh, it's interesting because I was talking about the same thing kind of with my sponsor the other day. I was showing her my checklist and she got concerned <laughs> that it was, you know, a productivity right. thing. And I tried to explain that, like, no, it's I really tried to keep productivity things off of it. Um, and one of the areas that I can beat myself up on because I am so good at prioritizing what feels good in the moment, I don't do a great job with like keeping my house the way I think it should be. Like I'm, I've really struggled with laundry or, you know, she, she had asked me, she's like, is there anything in your house that you feel like you should do that you just haven't done? And I was like, yeah, laundry. And she's like, no, something that's more like a one time thing. And I was like, yeah, I have this wreath that fell off my, uh, is above my, my wood stove. And it fell probably close to a year ago. And it's just sitting on the mantle, <laughs> waiting to be hung back up. And I see it and I don't do it. And I have a bunch of things like that. I have a monitor in my living room that has been sitting in my living room for six months. It needs to be shipped back to my company and I just haven't done it. And I'll see these things, but it's like, I don't, it's almost like for me, like I'm, I'm almost a little bit too good at like being like, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do it. But then I will, you know, and she was like, well, what's your, what's your self-talk when you see that thing? And I'm like, well, I don't feel like I'm like, oh, you're such a piece of shit every time I see this wreath. But I'm sun level. I'm not happy with the mm. fact that I am not good at doing these things that I quote unquote should be doing. And so it's like finding that balance is really hard because if I do, if I just only do what I want to the extreme, I could see my house getting like really unmanageable, which will make me feel bad. I mean, living in like just constant clutter and mess is not a good feeling. So it's like, how do I find that balance between like, I know that it will make me feel better to accomplish this thing but doing the thing doesn't feel good 
that's a hard balance to find. So I don't know that anybody wants my honest answer, including myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My truth in Jason's body around a situation like that is the fact that I got programmed to give myself what I want and not what I need. And I can point at a whole lot of things in the world that they can give me to say, why I can't get better with that? Like, oh, I'm a depressed guy. I just, I struggle with motivation. That's why I can't get better at giving myself my needs instead of my wants. But the truth is, in my belief, it's just a matter I need to fucking get better at parenting myself from a gentle place, right? I need to be accepting of, okay, this is who I am, the person that's not getting rid of the wreath, but I really want to be the person that gets rid of the wreath. I don't want to get rid of it. I want to hang it well, up. Whatever it is, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking the story up. But like, <laughs> in, in my mind, I'm trying to figure out how exactly I want to say what I'm trying to say here. What I feel like I hear a lot, um, and, and I struggle with this too, is, is the, the ADHD anxiety, fast-paced lifestyle, not keeping up, right? And I feel like we're all looking for these self-care answers that allow us to do all the things. And I really am a believer that we're not supposed to be able to do 8 billion things or have more than 100 belongings or like we can't keep up with the fucking stuff we own or the distraction that we have. Because honestly, Caroline, if all of us didn't have TVs or computers or cell phones or smartphones, whatever the fuck we call them now, I'm old, um, like... And we just sat and stared at a fucking wall all day. You'd have hung that wreath a long fucking time ago. That's true. Yeah. Because so, it's not a matter of I'm too busy. It's right. a matter of there's I'm other things distracted. I'd rather do. And well, but the, the distractions, what they do in my mind is they take me away from being in touch with the feelings in my body because the feelings in my body will say, I want to do it eventually if I just sit there and then I'll do it. That's how life is supposed to work. And I feel like we've created a fucking dopamine giver in a phone and my self-care is getting the fuck away from these things, personally. Right. I don't think we can live a healthy life that distracted. That's so fair. This is way off that, it is, but it's it is, very man. similar in that I heard something recently that like that's a problem with food nowadays. Is that the way it used to be, whatever, generations ago, was you ate whatever food was like local to your area and grew in that region. And so your palate was fairly limited in the amount of like tastes and choices and flavors that you had. Mm -hmm. And then as we've incorporated all these, you know, chains and able to bring in foods from, you know, Europe and Asia and, you know, all these different flavors and palates, like now all of a sudden you're overwhelmed by a choice. And so your whole system is just like, oh, I love flavors and choice and more and it's so (laughs) well it's way more um uh evil yeah than that because there's food scientists whose job are to develop hijack those systems exactly and and backing away from some of this as i've been trying to do over a little bit of time now and watching it happen to me and to people in my family like not just the food, but the understanding that we've spent billions in advertising to make people less content without the thing they're watching. And like watching everybody in my family get sucked into, we walk into a store for one thing and shit just looks nice and it's on sale and we got some money and cause we're not really buying a lot of shit. And it's just like, holy fuck, scroll social media, scroll through your emails. All of a sudden you want to take a fucking trip or a vacation or buy a product or this shit is, yeah. I, again, we are way off the self-care topic, yeah. kind of, but like in my mind, 
getting that shit away from me is a huge part of my self-care because the more I slow down, the more I sit out in the morning and I watch the sunrise and I'm fucking content listening to the birds or well, watching the do that when it's this cold? I got pictures from almost every day the last few weeks because I just, that is my morning time, man. It's quiet. The birds start chirping. Yeah, and there are some things, though, we can do to, to, I hate to say set up self-care to be easier, but it's like, you know, if, because I think about this a lot lately, I'm like, I think we should start shopping at, like, local produce stands, Mm -hmm. you know, local stuff, get our, and that, by default, would help eliminate some of those choices and get back to more healthy eating and make a lot of those things easier mm-hmm. versus going to the grocery store and buying that full menagerie of fucking ice creams and cereal and all that other stuff and having it right. in the house. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so I can set myself up for better self-care practices, you know, by some of my behaviors. Yeah. And I think taking more and more space, each of us, uh, we have this dire need, like I said, to fill every fucking spare 22 minutes we get. Like, think about it. When's the last time you got 22 minutes before your next thing and you thought, I'm just going to sit here with myself? We always distract. Sit here right? with my phone. Phone, television. We're going to do something with that time. We're going to watch an episode, right? And this is the thing that I think is disconnecting us from the actual self-care because what we're giving ourselves is little hits of distraction and relief instead of the long and enduring positive feeling that we could get from doing the self-care in that moment as opposed to the the little relieving action. And I don't know how to convince people that that's better. Hmm. Oh, I mean, I think that you, you, you helped me connect some points. Okay. Um, for sure, pointing out the, you know, my phone does this thing where every week it tells me how much time, more or less than mm-hmm. the prior week I spent on my phone, and I'm like, I don't give a shit, I don't care how much time I spend on my phone. It's each not week. taken away from anything, exactly, because I don't There's have kids. Here, exactly, exactly. I don't have kids. I should be paying attention to. I don't have a spouse. I should be paying attention to. I say the same shit when they're not around, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Say the same shit to myself. It's my time. Yeah, Yeah. I got nothing else to do. I like reading science articles. Right. If I want to spend the time on my phone, like, and it's surprising actually that I haven't turned it off. I I think it's because it doesn't happen often enough that it becomes annoying. But I see it, and I'm like, I don't care. You know the person that is around that we're totally fucking ignoring when we're on our phone. You're gonna say you. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're distracted and ignoring us just like all our friends do when they're on their phones. But I never connected the dot between mm. I'm not hanging this wreath up because right. I'm wasting time on my phone or watching TV. It's mostly my phone. Playing games on my phone or scrolling social media or reading uh, articles yeah. <laughs> or shopping this time of year. I feel yeah. like shopping see, is and, hard. And part of that stuff, like, and maybe this is a justification back to self-care, but like, Part of that is is why, like in our previous episode where we talked about like emails and all that shit, like it's a weekend. I don't look at my fucking email till Monday, and like I don't prioritize that stuff as like, oh my god, this is so important. Like that's a really low, like if you're emailing me or texting me, like that's a usually a really low priority of a communication. Yeah, and I don't know if that's fair or not, but that's the way I address that stuff hmm. in my life and like i don't get notified like we talked about this on an episode with technology it. like i don't get any notifications on my phone at all except for texts and phone calls and messages that's it nothing else notifies me about shit 
<laughs> so, yeah, I'm the same. So he, he you shared that with us. Yeah. Oh, which Billy shared this with us before, and it helped me because since then I have done more with limiting my notifications on my phone for sure. Like all the bullshit apps aren't notifying me. I get notifications. I think mostly around things I want to know. There's definitely some some room for me to make some more changes. <laughs> Let me say that, right? But thank you because you helped me with that. And I actually, um, there's a guy I work with right now who who does the same thing. He's like really locked down on it and like it's another reminder and a thing that's spurring me on to make those other changes it's like why yeah and even social media like i can't like i can't fuck around with it whether i place a judgment on whether it's good bad or healthy or unhealthy whatever like it doesn't none of that matters i can't fuck around with it because i get too lost and it takes up too much time yeah and even now like even for a while i was like oh instagram is just pictures i can Mm -hmm. roll through but now i'm getting to a place with that i'm like all of a sudden you know Oh, I got a couple minutes. I'm gonna fuck around on Instagram. Oh, right. I got you know. I'm gonna fight. and I'm like, eh, I think it might be time for that to go because even mm-hmm. that's just that's energy that I feel like could be better used somewhere else. You know, I I have the ability to interact with social media as a poster only and never opening them for any other reason, and that works for me. But I yeah, I can't scroll them healthy. I can't. I'll be lost on there. I'll get into one, and it happens from time to time. I'll start checking one more frequently, and I catch myself, and I'm like, what am I doing reading this shit that I don't care about again? Right. And this is what I see with me and my family members since stepping back is that all of us have a good intention generally. We're pulling our phone out to order that gift we just talked about for our daughter, or we're pulling our phone out to take care of that little quick thing we, we needed to tend to, or our friend's message they sent us, and then... 16 minutes later, we've done 84 mindless things because of all the notifications and things we do on it and the habits we've built around it. Well, let me ask a question then, because, I mean, we think of this like phones, technology, social media, all that's only 15 to 20 years old. Yes, Facebook's only like 15 years old. Well, no, I mean, what were all those distractions before that? Because they were there. TV? They were there. There was TV. There was radio. There was, uh, I mean, YouTube was starting to get more popular when you're talking about this. But like what you're talking about, this shift into us being more mindless and faceless and stressed and less in a regulated nervous system and less like still time with people, I think is exactly what you're looking at with the political climate and everybody fucking hating everybody and like. I I was driving yesterday. I went and had breakfast with my buddy and I was driving home. And just in the first five minutes leaving his house, I literally witnessed two people losing their motherfucking minds in traffic around situations that either nobody could do anything about or that they had caused themselves. (laughs) And it was like, holy fuck, more and more people are just going to get shot. Like, that's all my only take on the world is I just want to stay the fuck home because this. Yeah, I think what you're talking about is us witnessing so you just think it's been direction. slowly getting worse and worse over time. Like, so yes. I guess I was yes. thinking from a perspective of it's always been equally as bad. It's just been different things that come in and distract. So. But you're saying you feel like it's actually gotten so, worse. Well, we, we talk about it like uh, there's this point in history, like everybody was mad that their kids were reading books because they weren't out there farming and doing the farm work and shit. And like it was just a distraction and a waste of your life. And we look at books as like the great educators now, right? Right. But like then TV was looked at like that, then this, then that. I I think it's all been working, but up until recently, none of them were so good that they stopped us from ever wanting the other ones. 
right? Like TV was cool. Watching a movie was cool. But if you do that enough, usually you get a pool to go outside, to go see somebody, to go take a walk. Like, but I don't think that happens with the always plugged in phone in the pocket. Like before it was, I'm going to go get on the internet and there was a way to get off of it. Right. And we're never off of it anymore. And I think that has been the game changer. The fact that we don't have a place to say, okay, I'm done with this. I got to go get the rest of life now. And, and yeah, I think that's what we're seeing is it's going to get progressively angrier, less mindful, more people just shouting at each other and less understanding, less compassionate because we're all less in our own body to understand our own emotions. Yeah. Cause I mean, in the, to play a little bit of, devil's advocate on the technology oh, part do. like the reason we know so much about self-care and meditation and all these different things are because this information is so available now and it did used to be a lot harder to get like 20 years ago think about trying to talk to somebody about meditation in cecil county like who the fuck are you going to go talk to you got to go find some shaman somewhere that doesn't exist in the county like you know what i mean like who are you gonna go find that's and now you can read 20 articles in 15 minutes and you know find that information or download three apps that you can experiment with that are going to give you these different things so in some ways these things are good but then in other ways they're terrible and i guess is it is it just utilization or is it really just the technology is fucking us well i, I think my counterpoint to to your point which is a good point um is that the information is so readily available because so many fucking people need it now right whereas 20 years ago when we could unplug and we had ways to unplug we had the connection piece that kept us caring for ourselves enough that we didn't lose it in the first place. And that's why there's so many 20 people talking about meditation because all of us are feeling so bad. My take on it. I mean, I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, anything is what you make of it, right? If I only go on the internet to search up answers to things that help me like play the Monopoly game with my family in a way that feels good or recipes so I can cook for my family and the rest of the time I don't use it, well, the internet's not a bad thing. Right. And I only say <laughs> that because if if you get yourself into a mind space that like, well, the only way I'm going to save myself is to sell everything and move out into woods and not have any technology and all that stuff. That can feel a little hopeless because right, that's right. a pretty daunting task for most people to even think yeah, about. Yeah, but it's goal. like, no, there are some things we can do now to limit our exposure and to not get sucked into these things. It just takes a little bit of awareness. Well, and, and from that self-care place, I don't right. want to parent myself in a way that's like, oh, fuck you. You've been on your phone three hours today, you piece of shit. Right. I want to say, wow, what's happening in your life that you feel the need to be on the phone for three hours? It must be pretty big. And maybe I want to be here with me while I go through that pretty big thing. And like yeah. Caroline said, I, I start to look at it in my own head as like, oh, they're engineering this shit this way like they there's a, oh, they it's almost like a, a in my frame of mind like it's almost like a game and am i letting them win or am i fucking trying to take back my shit and win yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah and and for what you said my intention at this moment is not to live on the side of a fucking mountain with nothing like that's right. not my goal my goal is to like i need to back away and remember that my goal is to use these again as tools that i keep outside of me and as long as they're working like that that's wonderful right but when I'm not feeling good and I'm not getting the connection I'm looking for and I'm not hanging my fucking wreath, 
maybe I need to reevaluate my relationship with it to find one that feels better. Right. It's not about doing anything that feels bad for me necessarily. Right. It's about reevaluating what I think feels good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard though when I think the first step of that battle is convincing yourself that putting the phone down is going to feel better because when I think about, okay, do I want to prioritize being off my phone more now based on this conversation? In theory, yes. Right. But in the moment, when I, I get home yeah. from recording today and I get a choice between laying on my couch and looking at my phone or laying on my couch and not looking at my phone, I'm going to pick the phone up. So why don't the you phone start small? Good. Why don't you start with... Every hour, I want to give myself like 10 minutes of non-technology, just being with Caroline time. Maybe I'll use that to make a tea. Maybe I take myself to the bathroom, whatever the fuck. I'll just do it without my phone for 10 minutes an hour. Start there. Like, don't. Or like for me, it started with, I'm just going to look at this report that I get because I get a report every Sunday. It pops up. This is your hours for the week that you were on your phone. It lays out all five days. It has its little bar graph. And I don't necessarily change any behaviors around right. that at least not intentionally at the moment but i'll notice like oh some days it's fucking way up here and mm -hmm. i'll be like oh what was going on that day like and just awareness of thinking like oh i spent four hours on my phone that day like that feels like mm -hmm. a lot <laughs> maybe maybe even a different boundary maybe like a daily boundary like thinking in a calm moment I think, okay, I work eight hours. I have from this time to this time at home by myself after work, six hours. I don't want to spend more than four hours of that mindless. So that's my limit. I'll set my phone to like remind me at four hours of usage because I think they all do that now or they shut off. And, yeah. and maybe on the weekends, that's longer. But like maybe there's some way for you that feels like a good starting point. We're yeah. always trying to head first in like, yeah, yeah man, lovingly, 1%. Well, like say, just awareness and making sure that I'm living the way I want to live intentionally. Like maybe four hours a day is okay on my phone and I'm okay with that. But if I'm just doing it and not even recognizing it and all of a sudden being like, oh shit, that's four hours. Like for me, just personally, it's two hours. Like I look at my thing for the week and if there's any days I'm over two hours on my phone, I'm like, oh, that feels like a lot. And mm -hmm. I want to try to watch that, right, <laughs> you know, right. that's as much time as I want to give to that piece of equipment. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm nodding right along. I will say the days, I know if I look at that report, which I never do, I always just ignore it. Um, but I know if I look at that report, the days where I'm on my phone a lot, it's because I didn't have a lot of other things. Like yesterday, I had two dates and um, took the dogs on a hike and hung out with friends in the evening. So like I probably was not on my phone barely at all yesterday because I was too busy doing other things i want to pull them out and look now i'm curious and i have again, no I, idea I, what i did yesterday. i don't like say i don't necessarily change behaviors over it it's just right. being aware like mm -hmm. just like okay what am i doing here yeah I, I think another part might be too like trying to reprogram and understanding at least from my basis in jason's body the idea that i was programmed originally makes me really understand the idea that i can reprogram like there is the ability to make this change. It's just something my parents gave me because that's what they did. And I can just figure out a way to undo that motherfucker and give me something better. Right. <laughs> like that is this like gentle parenting I'm trying to do. And for me, it's okay. So if I was starting this process today, it would feel like, ah, fuck, I'm dreading that 10 minutes of the hour. I got to put my phone down because I'm enjoying it. Right. And, and I got to make that 
thought of dread that comes up around putting it down be the thing that sets off the alarm and reminds me to be the loving parent and go, oh, oh, but there's also the other piece where I'm like actively going to spend 10 minutes with myself and love me. And that's kind of cool. So it, it is part of this reprogramming and making one thing trigger another thing, right? I remember somebody telling me a long time ago, if you have the, the thought to go get high or to go use, if you can make that thought be the thing that reminds you that you haven't prayed today, it'll never be a problem again. And I was like, fuck, that's so basic <laughs> and so true. <laughs> but yeah, we, we need to have that. We need that other voice to come in and say, that's half the story. Here's the other half. You know, yes, it is scary to put my phone down, but also I love me. And that's great. <laughs> so, yeah, um, maybe if the the goal or intention of yours has been trying to have better self-care in your life and what you have been finding or stumbling into is this idea of not knowing how to or where it goes or what it looks like. And it feels maybe out of touch with your own self or your body. Maybe that is the place to just start is like looking at. Where is my stillness hygiene? Like, where do I put boundaries around having some time to sit, whether that's actively called a meditation or, or just, you know, time to sit still for a minute without distraction? Maybe that's a good place to start looking. Right. Or does this behavior feel good? Does it make me internally feel good? Like, <laughs> Do I feel good when I think about it? Like when I think about, oh, I spent X amount of hours a week on my phone. Like, do I feel good about that? Or does that feel yeah. like, ugh. Well, you know? and, and one of the ways just I had to notice it was like, so I would play a uh, rocket league on Xbox, right? And weekends where I go into the weekend and I play it where it fits in and get a few games in here, a few games in there, half hour, whatever. That's beautiful. I go to bed feeling good about myself. Right. And the reality for me is I had to pay attention. And when I get on that motherfucker and I don't have nothing to do and I'm on it for quite a few hours <laughs> and then I take a short break and then I'm back on it for quite a few hours I feel like shit about myself Monday morning when I feel like I didn't have a weekend. So right. that's for me. I don't know what questions get you to that place or what well, observations. Well, I just was thinking more yeah. even looking at that stuff with exercise, diet, these other mm. self-care things, meetings, like, you know, or whatever, you know, therapy. Like, are these, do I feel good about these things when I think about them? Do I feel like, you know, I have the right amount of these things in my life? Yeah. And being able to sort of find that balance of what makes us feel good on the inside with it. Another question that I ask myself is like, when, where, what portion of time am I allowed to have time for me? Because I think pre like really looking into this self-care idea, generally every moment was a moment I was supposed to be doing something to be something for somebody or some image in my head I thought I had to meet. And there was no consideration of like, oh, this is the allowable amount of time I'm allowed to ask for in my week to do whatever the fuck I want. Take a nap, fucking jerk off, anything. Like, I, if I'm not asking myself that question, that's a good starting point too. Yeah, for me, I mean, that is not so much of a consideration because I have right. so much free time and so little of it is really owed to anyone else. So um, <laughs> um, But I think for me, like when I was thinking about like what are the things that I really want to focus on in this in this present moment, in this time, it was, well, what are what are the things I'm looking to achieve? 
and what feels good. And so my list of self-care items was really around like I want to take some time to heal and get better. And so here's the things that are going to help me with that. And I want to stay active and maybe lose some weight. And so here's and get stronger. And so here's the things that are going to help me with that. And, um, you know, I just want to be taking care of myself. And um, so I came up with with a list kind of based on I think, you know, a lot of that stuff was stuff I probably could have reeled off pretty quickly, but having it all in one place is so helpful, you right, know, right. Um, just as like, because even there'll be times where it's like, well, what should I do today? Mm-hmm. And then I can look at my list and be like, oh, OK, maybe I can find some time to do this thing or that thing, you know. I suggest to people when they're calm or or at any point in time, and we could even do it in session together, we come up with a list of ideas to try out for when they don't feel well. Because when you're in a a dysregulated moment, you don't really have the brain to figure all this shit out, right? Like, so we come up with a list of ideas. Hey, maybe there's lay down. Maybe there's do breathing. Maybe there's lay down and meditate. Maybe there's guided meditation. Maybe there's have a hot tea. Maybe there's sit down and wrap up in a blanket. Like, all these things, maybe it's ask your person for a hug, like, and then when it's like, look, try them. When you can catch yourself in that dysregulated moment, just try any of these on that list. And I think sometimes having that list from the calm moment is good for us for self-care, just to have a thing to look at and say, what can I try? And cross off the shit that don't work, try the ones that do and do them again. And, you know, that's like, in my mind, that's what this is about. It's it's turning the attention away from the thing I do to take me away from myself to back actually looking at me and caring about myself. What does that hurt person in their need right now? So I don't know. With that, I guess keep taking care of yourself and try to take care of others. And we'll see you next week. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you found that listening to the Recovery Sort of podcast has helped you in your day-to-day journey, please share the message of compassion and well-being with the loved ones in your life. Connect with us more at recoverysortof.com, Facebook, Instagram, threads, YouTube, and other social media spaces. And have a great week.